Did you dream of dating Dylan McKay? Or maybe you were Donna Martin's other BFF? Oh my god. Or did you ever think who you might hang out with at CU? I mean, I know Pete wishes he dated Claire. I really am a Claire. Yeah, we clearly all know that. So, what's your story? We want to know. Check it. On April 7th, for our one-year anniversary, the Beverly Hills 90210 Show will present Story Slam 90210, in which you pitch your story. Charles Rosen and Larry Mullen then take your fantasy and make it into a reality by developing your idea. So, how do you play? Send us a 30-second or less video via DM to any of our social media platforms pitching your story. Then, some lucky winners will get to be on the show and have their stories developed by the writers. So don't miss Story Slam 90210 on April 7th. In five, four, three, two. Hey, Beverly Hills 90210 fans. Stop what you're doing right now because it's time to dive deep into 90 News. All the latest news and rumors coming out of your favorite zip code with your hosts, Pete Ferrero and Melanie Rose. Oh, my God. I can't believe what I just heard. Okay, here we are back again on 90 News. Uh, Melanie, it's good to see you. It's Friday. Yes. Uh, how are things going in the, the world of Melanie Rose? Things are good. It's been a busy week. A uh, little challenging with the time change, having children, but uh, we're all adjusting and excited for the weekend ahead. It's a beautiful day here in Southern California. So, yay. Yes. Um, I'm also struggling with the time change here this week. Uh, we're a very busy week, lots of things happening. Um, on our show, you know, Brian stopped by, and I thought that was really a lot of fun. It's always good to see him. Yes. We're going to play a little clip from that, but we covered all things. Uh, the Little Fish, I thought it was a really, really great uh, episode this past week, and we got a good one coming. Who are we bringing on first? Let us bring on Larry and Charles. All right. Well, hello. Good Friday morning. Hey, Here guys. we are. Yes. All right. Let's before we talk about last week, let's talk about Story Slam because we haven't talked about it enough yet. Story Slam 90210 is coming around, and uh, this is super exciting because this is for the first time fans are going to get to live out whatever their craziest 90210 fantasy is. Uh, did you want to date Dylan? You know, maybe maybe you worked at the Peach Pit. Maybe you had a thing going with Willie. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I, you Who know, knows? I was thinking about Felice for myself, but it's all right. Mm. <laughs> oh, I would love to hear your two, where we, where the two of you would fit into the uh, into the the story, your story, nine hundred two of nine hundred two hundred. I'd love to hear that. But this is going to give fans an opportunity to to play a game with us for our one year anniversary show on April seventh. Uh, so all you have to do is just submit a thirty second video. If it's a little longer, it's fine. Uh, just get it all out, a beginning, middle, and end, telling us where do you see yourself in the world of Beverly Hills 90210. And then on the anniversary show on April 7th, Charles and Larry are going to take a look at it and develop it further for you. So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. This is just supposed to be a super fun event uh, for celebrating the one year, and we want you guys to be involved, and this is a, a fun way. So, Charles, uh, what do you think, man? How, how, what do you think about uh, Story Slam? Well, I'm hoping that the, you know, that that our fan base, you know, who who are, who seem to know so much about what it takes to write and character developments and what they like or not, can turn the mirror onto themselves and say, yeah, but this is what I would be doing. This is what I would want to do, and not be intimidated by, you know, whether it's perfect or not. I mean, one of the reasons that you and all writers 
you know, know two things. One, writer is rewriting, and two, that it's good to get, you know, feedback and develop, and it's a collaborative process. Larry and I are, we, we both like to, we, we both can face the blank page by ourselves, but we also like to collaborate. Mm -hmm. We always like to collaborate. So we'll collaborate with you guys. But you, you know, gotta, you got to get through the gauntlet first. It's a big party <laughs> on the seven. You, you know, I was thinking, you know, so you can put yourself in a story, but you can also create a character kind of like yourself, too. It doesn't sure. actually have to be yourself. Right. But, you know, I was thinking about for myself, and I'm looking more age-appropriate, Chuck. You know, I wasn't going to go for, like, Jenny <laughs> or Sharon. I'm thinking about the parents now for myself and how I would fit into one of the stories. Like, you know, uh, you know, I just got to think about one. Maybe, you know, maybe it's in, in the season with Felice and Ray or whatever, and uh, somehow I'm the bridge uh, that after she gets Donna gets pissed off her, she somehow runs into me, and then we have a whole adventure, you know, with the beginning, middle, and end, and she ends up back. But I end up okay. I, I, I did sleep with Felice. Okay, <laughs> it happened. It happened in the episode. And, oh and boy. I, and frankly speaking, I didn't call her the next day either. Mm. So, and that was it. But then she went back to Doc Martin, and everything was fine back in Donna Twilight. I love it. Okay. Do you have and you don't have any problem, Larry, that it made that this whole great affair that you had with her uh, was on the cutting room floor. It, I know. Okay. I need a problem there. Yeah. I, I didn't want to fully develop it, Chuck, but I wanted to just give an idea how I was launching myself into a story. I didn't quite have yeah. it. Yeah. It's a concept. It's a concept. But, but Chuck is right. We need, he, because he was on the cutting room floor, I need some conflict. You need goal, conflict, disaster, dilemma, right. reaction, decision. The classic Greek wheels of drama. I'll repeat it again. Goal, Conflict, disaster, uh, I will say, transition, uh, you know, reaction, fantastic decision. Larry, I would love to have seen that story. You know, maybe if it happened when, uh, you know, when when she offered Ray the $10,000 mm. to away and you were in the middle of all that, that, oh my God. I'm, I'm thinking of something like that. I haven't totally thought of it, but that would be the idea for Story Slam 90210. Yeah, just travel a little you worked back the You took the money. Why not? The money. You met her. Actually, Donna gave me the money to not see police. It was exactly the opposite. Well, she was giving the money to Ray. Donna was giving her money, to, to giving me money to not see police because I was having an affair with her. Right. So oh, there's the story. You know, there's the, the unknown, unknown story in, in season five. Okay. I think it's great. So we want to know what yours are. And all you have to do to play is to send us uh, a video to any of our uh, social media accounts, and um, we will take it from there. And then Melanie is going to help decide uh, who is going to come on the show and who's going to get their stories pitched. So it's really best to just talk to Melanie about your video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, send them to the and, show socials, and I will take it from there, and yeah. uh, we'll see who ends up on the show on April 7th. But listen, Melanie doesn't have enough going on in her life, so just feel free to DM her 100 questions. <laughs> also, while you're there, follow me at Media Melanie, and uh, we can get connected. Hey, you know, the other thing I wanted to say, guys, I didn't even tell you this, but we now have a new tier on the Patreon. If you just want to be a part of the After Dark Zooms and you don't care about the content and all that stuff, for just $3 a month, you can just come on into the Zooms. Every week we've been doing these. So that's a new thing going on on Patreon. If you don't, if you're like, I don't Larry, you and I are worth 75 cents a show. We get a lot of people that say, I just wish I could, I just wish I could come into the after darks. Well, now you can. Come on. Three in. bucks. Yeah, it's barely bucks. even a Starbucks, right? We all wear pants. We do. Most of the time. <laughs> Most yeah. of the time. 
All right. This has been great. Uh, what else do you have for them, Melanie? Uh, you know, we just wanted to recap this week's episode really quick. The CU 101. Um, you know, we had some great guests on. I loved hearing from Gil and from Matthew and from um, Zachary. From Zachary. That's right. That's right. We had a, a really full show. Um, was it great for you guys to reconnect with some of these people? Larry? Yeah, I, I, I really glad you guys tracked down uh, Gil Shilton. I mean, we I, I really both actors were, were just so forthcoming and 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 you know seem to be really good with where they are in life and, and everything, and it was fun to be with them. But Gil is somebody who uh, directed one of our favorite episodes, Little Fish. He was in the fire, and he uh, um, he, he can be a little bit of a hermit, I think. It took a while to track him down. So to be actually being able to see him and talk to him, and just like when he was the director and I was the producer, actually um, correct something, one of his opinions, or at least challenge one of his opinions. <laughs> That's how it always was. You got a sense of what... It was like to work with me because if I had opinion, I, you know, um, <laughs> it, it, unless it was uh, unless it was very impolitic to open my mouth, I was going to express it. And you did certainly. Yeah. This and week. I did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Gil had some great behind the scenes insights. I loved it. He was yeah. he was a great guest. I, I was really uh, thrilled with that episode in a lot of ways because there's first of all they had the the uh, the two guys, two actors had you know their experiences on set when they couldn't remember their lines. They had classic actor things where you know you have one line and you do taking taking. You finally everything goes right in the blocking and you miss you forget the one line. It's like <laughs> like we've we've written this scene, Chuck. I'm I'm sure we have, but it's like it's so classic. And Rick, Larry, were you impressed that I knew that it was Richard Lang who was the director? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Because well, yeah, he was a sit-down director. He was a sit-down director because he yeah. was a heavy set man. He never kind of stood up. As I, my my impression, of Richard was sitting down all the time. Right. But but Gil, the way he handled actors, and I should say, I got some wonderful feedback on Gil's stuff. Uh, even and from Catherine Cannon, wrote wrote in uh, uh, on the on social media how delighted she was to see Gil. How he was one of her favorite directors. And then I I sent the comments to Gil, and he was touched. And I put him together with Catherine. It was really sweet. Uh, but I, I thought Gil's whole idea about let, stepping back and let the actors who know the characters better than he did, let them do their stuff and he could edit whatever and move the camera, which he felt confident in. And I, I also love the fact I'd never thought about where the camera was on the pier. He had a pipe oh, I never so thought about that. Look, so you can look it up there. You have the classic uh, shot of the two of them, but looking up from the, the ocean's point of view is what he said. Uh, yeah, yeah, I thought that was cool. And Zach and Zach and Matthew. And then, of course, Brian driving in gave so much energy. It was like we had planned that. And it, it was just really uh, wonderful. Brian is, is just such a great spirited guy. And, and he loves seeing his old colleagues. And there's not one actor near his age in Hollywood that he did not work with before 90210. That's the shocking thing. Yeah. Everyone yeah. there, everyone there is always a reunion for him. Yeah, he's really, he really is also talking about a guy who's in a good spot in his life. He just, he, he, he really likes the interaction and, uh, and, and like, and, and clearly I think really likes people. I mean, that's, yes. you, know, yes. you can't teach that, you know? Yeah, I mean, he's, I a I he's got such an appreciation for fans and people. It's just he's just so wonderful to see. Uh, he's such a good he's such a good dude. I also love the last few weeks. We're running into things where we invite two people on the show, and they know each other or have a story about each other, and we have no idea that that's even a thing. And like then then they then they go at each other. I got a story about you. I got a story about you. Like that's been a fun thing happening for the last few weeks. Yes, um, but no, you know what else was cool, Larry? Um, 
in the after dark and through all of the the chats and the comments, everybody talking about how much they loved the writing of the little fish. After oh, you left, very flattering. Yeah, I love that. Sure. Uh, and then, you know, during the after dark, a lot of people said that to you. And then after you left the after dark, because you had a very important thing, dog going, issue, dog thing, uh, <laughs> they continued to go on about it and just say uh, whoever was next to speak was just said something so beautiful. I wish that you had heard that uh, she just really was touched by the writing of that episode. So is th doing this podcast must be gratifying that a script that you wrote for Beverly Hills 90210 some 30 years ago, you know, it's getting all uh, this yeah, stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, you know, Chuck and everybody on the staff is also, you know, to be congratulated on that. Of course. I mean, yeah, I think they all think that the writers uh, just never, it never ran through my typewriter. Not this one, but I, I love it when we, when we, you know, talk about, wow, that was a great script that Jillian Horvath wrote. I remember, I remember Jillian Horvath. She about them at the Peach Pit. But, you know, as I said, clearly up, you know, I, I hired Larry with the hope that he would be, the, the the fireballer, the ace. And and little did I know that he would not only be that, but the manager, the shortstop, and batted cleanup, you know, the whole thing. I mean, I and so at the end, become a lifelong friend, which is I say, we were actually lucky. more important than even the years we spent together. Yeah, and, and, it should, and it should be noted, I, I'm probably not like Chuck, but I don't really have a lot of friends in the business, so I really cherish him. Uh, oh, I had one, and he's not my friend anymore, so it's, mm. this is it. That's why I write a script. I got nobody to fucking give it to anymore. <laughs> I have a few friends who are, are pretty powerful agents and they'll read stuff. But outside of that, uh, yeah. yeah, because, well, I think both of us made a choice. I know I, I really did that, you know, you, I once got vilified from my agent, like, like saying to me that I, I had to go spend more time with people going out to dinner in the business. Why aren't oh, I doing wow. that more? Did you ever get that, Larry? Oh. I, I, you know, I wouldn't know how to do that. I just was never. That's yeah. what, oh, that was a weakness in my game. The schmooze game was not very strong. They people went hmm. out every single night, and to do that, what did you do? You left your kids home, and when your artery shuts down at forty-three, you got a choice: Am I going to spend it with the develop executive who I can't stand, or uh, be in the backyard playing catch with my daughter? Yes. It was a very good softball player. You made a good choice, Jerry. You know, really Why good don't stuff. we also talk about what's coming up next week, which is the pit episode? Next week. Well, next week, again, uh, we circle back to a very, very Beverly Hills episode. Not only was it um, uh, directed by a, an alum of Beverly Hills High School, Dan Adius, it um, was talking about a uh, the peach pit, but but thinking about a where the institution where all the kids hung out getting torn down right about the time we were making it. Um, the man who played the developer was the beloved and famous uh, high school drama teacher at Beverly Hills High School. And uh, we're going to bring all those things together, plus Liz Vassie, who... Uh, was yeah. very, uh, got her first role and went on to have a really fine career, starred in CBS sitcoms, things like that. And uh, we'll, um, uh, you know, do all things Beverly Hills. Yeah, it's exciting. Liz Vassie will be with us. Um, she plays the developer's daughter. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, so that's really exciting. And that's going to be on Wednesday. We're going to do a watch along. Uh 
on Tuesday of that episode, and we might have someone join us on that too. So yeah, we might have some special guests. This is special guest join us on the watch along because the pit and the pendulum is the name of the episode, and it is very Joey Tata centric. A uh, lot having to do with the father-son conflict in the Walsh house. And, um, you know, we saw a little bit of that earlier when we did East Side Story. And, you know, when Brandon gets his, uh, is channeling me and gets very political in his conversations, that one had to do about sweatshops. This one has to do about, you know, developers. And, well, it's uh, a really great show, episode. It's one of my favorites, and it's and it was and when we do the episode on Wednesday night, I'll hold off now. But there are two things about it that make it a, a really an important nine hundred two and zero episode. Surprisingly so. Very fascinating stuff, and I have some great pictures from uh, Jill's collection. And so we're we're still putting this episode together. It's going to be a lot of fun Wednesday night. Make sure you tune in. Um, all right. all right, my man. Good seeing you both. Um, okay. We got the nice weekend coming up, and uh, you know, uh, go UCLA. We won an overtime game yesterday. Yeah, you probably were surprised. I was shocked. It was so great. <laughs> yeah. it was, it was the and only then time those of us who graduated from college, of course, were really happy that the uh, Los Angeles Lakers seem to have their mojo together, even with Anthony Davis out for weeks. It doesn't matter. Oh, they're a very good basketball team. We may not be the the world. We may not win the world championship again, but at least it's good sports viewing. Was uh, Lavar uh, Ball in the uh, in the in the stands? I guess not. Uh, I don't know about good. that. And and yeah. the, he's the, the young man, Lamelo. That is the uh, great. He's yeah. really good. But you know who really is even better? LeBron James. So that was. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like the owner of the Red Sox. The owner of the Red Sox. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. He knows so much about baseball. That's great. Well, speaking before we I let you guys leave and indulge me in your baseball teams, uh, you know, I'm the very spring, happy. I'm well, spring training has started, you know, you know, you guys, Chuck's team is so loaded, it's it's just un, un, unbelievable. It's starting pitching, but I the Red Sox are hitting the ball. I'm excited about that. What about your team, Melanie? Padres are doing pretty good. Uh, we've got a couple little injuries. Uh, I haven't caught the last couple spring training games, but I did get to stage manage for the first five of them. And um, it's been great to watch. Cannot wait for opening day. And it's just going to be so great to have baseball back and fans will be watching. Uh, I cannot yeah. wait for baseball season to uh, you going to the game? Anybody who's got Melanie's contact information, just hit her up for tickets. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I love that you've thrown all this on Melanie. DM your yes. video and also questions about the contest and also any baseball yeah. ticket needs. Have you been watching your spring training, Chef? Are you happy with your team? I mean, is it as good as advertised? I go through every sport the same way. It starts on the day it starts. Oh, really? Oh, I obsessed. I, don't give, I read. I read about it in the paper. I don't watch one thing that they do until oh, it's I, I love it. I love. I love that too, Larry. I mean, football, the basketball, and baseball. No and one. don't forget, our spring training sports show is coming up on March thirty first, which is going to be so much fun for all of us, being That's that right. we're all big sports fans and tying in those nine hundred two and zero sports characters and themes. It's going to be so fun. Like, really will be. Just want to say my Mets are doing okay too. We had an injury pop up, and so that was a dramatic turn of events yesterday. But uh, we'll we'll see how it all plays out. I am looking forward to it. I know we're going to cover spring training in that episode too. So, uh, which is an episode of nine hundred two one zero, not 
we're not gonna we're not gonna cover spring training in depth. The episode right. of nine hundred two and out. Yeah, right. so that will be a lot of fun. All right, cool guys. Yeah. All right, have a great weekend. Thank you guys. We'll see, you, uh, see you next week. All see the news that's fit and lit. All right. Yes. Okay. And boom. All right. There we go. Oh, hey, Pete, you know what? Before we move on, why don't we play Caitlin's reenactment video from this week since we didn't have a chance to play it on the Wednesday show? Okay. Oh, please. Like you're the big cheese expert. You know, maybe not even brie. Maybe more like a semi-soft ham burnt left on a buffet. Whatever. Or a gorgonzola, which gets sweaty when left in the heat. Like somebody else that I know. I mean, a proper label indicating that a product be stored in a cool place is not too much to ask for, is it? It was an honest mistake. <laughs> I love Caitlin. She is so good. She's, of course, one of our 90210 Hunts hunters, and she started now making these videos for the podcast, which is she's, amazing. She's my spirit animal. <laughs> I see she bought a wig last week. I cannot wait to see the wig in action. I think she's really elevating her game and her forthcoming videos will be even better. Yes, I can't wait. Maybe it's maybe it looked like a Kelly wig. Could have been Kelly. I thought Donna when I first saw it, Ooh. but um, you know, we'll see. TBD, right? That's right. Okay, yes. what else do we have? Well, we have another guest coming on today, and they are going to discuss 9021. OMG. Hello, Sherry. Hey, Sherry. Hey, hey, guys. How are you? Good to see you. It's been a minute. It has been a minute. I'm well, thank you. How are you guys? All good here. Great. Nice to have you back. Thanks yeah. for joining us today. Yeah. Sorry, it's it me. find that detail there. <laughs> no, um, it's okay. All right. So a lot yeah. of things happened this week with 9021 yeah. OMG. I saw that they were all over the place. Uh, with a news story that broke. So why don't you yeah. kind of talk me through what happened this week? Okay, I've got a whole spiel prepared. So <laughs> as many fans already know, this week's episode of Nine Two and OMG was a bit of a doozy for two reasons. One, Jenny and Tori reacted to some negative feedback they've received from listeners. And two, they reacted to recent comments made by Vanessa Marcel about her time on the show in seasons nine and ten. So here's what went down. Last month, Vanessa did an Instagram live interview with a fan during which she Zara. spoke about Zara. Love you, Zara. We're going to give her the props. She didn't yes. get props in some of the places, but with Zara Brown. No, she, she did not. It's awesome. Yeah. During which um, Vanessa spoke about working on Beverly Hills, not a turnout, feeling unliked amid alleged cattiness. And she specifically alleged that Jenny said something to her in particular about not walking around like someone who isn't liked. Hmm. Now, several weeks later, Jenny and Tori were informed of Vanessa's comments, though they never actually took the time to watch Vanessa's interview. To Jenny's credit, she didn't outright deny saying something like that to Vanessa. Rather, she, admit she admitted that she didn't remember whether she did or didn't. We know she doesn't have the greatest memory. And she said that she doesn't actually see the alleged comment as something bad anyway. Hmm. Tori, though, flat out denied on Jenny's behalf that Jenny ever said it and also rejected the idea that Vanessa had an unpleasant experience on the set and that she even quit the show because of it. Got a bit heated with Tori even admitting she was riled up. Various media outlets 
<clears throat> excuse me, picked up their comments and discussions ignited among fans on different platforms, Reddit, Facebook, Instagram. And a lot of the comments were attacking Jenny and Tori and bringing up other allegations about what it was like working with them back in the day. And here's my take. None of us was around back then when all this stuff with Vanessa or Tiffany or any other cast member did or didn't take place. We did not witness it. I wasn't there. Pete, were you there? I was not there. Melanie, were you there? Not there. No, we were not there. So we can't possibly know what's true and what isn't. All of these stories over the years are she said, she said, and we know there are three sides to every story, her side, her side, and the truth. And they're each entitled to their recollections, of course, but we have to acknowledge each person's recollection is biased, even just subconsciously. And because we weren't there, we won't ever actually know the truth. So I don't feel any of us are in a position to pass judgment on allegations we didn't actually witness. We can't possibly know who is right and who is wrong and who is exaggerating and who isn't. But what we can do is react to the public behavior we are witnessing today. It doesn't change my love of the show. It doesn't change my love of Kelly or Donna. It doesn't change the fact that they are gigantic parts of my all-time television show. Interesting yes. stuff. Interesting take. Um, I love a couple things. I love that Tori blindly uh, took <laughs> Defended this Jenny. mafia yeah. approach to the <laughs> conversation. Yeah. She was very much like, you didn't say it. You didn't even say you weren't even fucking there. It was very, it was wow, very, that was an impression, Pete. Was that was the nice. Italian version of it. Was Tori. very good fellows, you know. Uh, and so I appreciate Tori's loyalty in the situation. So they, you know, they get riled up before they come on the air to talk about this thing, and they probably really don't even care very much about the Vanessa story. You know what I mean? Like it's just another thing that someone said that may or may not be true. But because they're doing this podcast now, they're forced to start kind of deal with these these comments that that are popping up, mm -hmm. and so maybe the riled up uh, a, a attempt at humor was a misfire. Uh, maybe yeah. they were, you know, trying to be silly and make a joke of it, and it, and it came across the wrong way. Because I have to say, my experience of dealing with everybody in the nine hundred two one zero cast from outside of Dina Meyer <laughs> has been completely positive. They're all very sweet. They're all very loving and appreciative. And they're all, yeah. I would say my experience of meeting my heroes on mm -hmm. 90210 has been an absolute pleasure. You know, what happens in this with this show too, which is, and I guess it's just because of the nature of the show with triangles, we be, we kind of invented the teams concept, right? I'm team Kelly. I'm Yep. I'm, I'm team Brenda. So no matter what Jenny does personally, there's always going to be a, a portion of team Brenda fans or uh, or team Vanessa fans or team uh, Tory fans that are going to, uh, you know, sort of have an opinion about right. whatever she does yeah. and, and vice versa. You know, Absolutely. about yeah. Shannon or if it's about Donna or whatever. So um, I think we all just need in this time, I think what we've learned is that we all really need to just learn how to love each other and accept each other. And take a chill pill. And right? Pill. Yes. Yeah. All, no. the way, all the way around. And I'm, <laughs> yeah. I don't mean that at, at Tori <laughs> and Jenny because I love their show. I think they're awesome. I think that the two of them are just really sweet. And I don't know. I'm curious to see how it plays out this week to see if they... Yeah. Acknowledge they, it. Acknowledge. Yeah. And so exactly. Pete, you're approaching your one year. Congratulations. Yeah. Did it, do you feel like it took you a number of weeks or even months to find your footing? Here? I think it took us 32 weeks. 
Yeah, I think wow, after, that's a I very think, specific number. Well, the 32nd <laughs> episode was the Super Show. And I think that wow. once we got to the Super Show and we did that and ran a three and a half hour show and people came in and out and everybody yeah. kind of, we all found our footing. And um, then it was like, well, we did that. So we can certainly do any interview. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. All right. This was all right. Thanks for having me, guys. It's all right. Thanks for you, We appreciate yeah. it. Do you have anything else going on here uh, that you want to plug away? Um, tonight, I'm actually doing a private Zoom chat with a co-executive producer from Dawson's Creek, Gina Fattori. She also worked on Gilmore Girls and Parenthood and Californication. So I'm really excited for Dawson's Creek fans to speak with her. And then as Melanie has mentioned, next month, we're teaming up. We're going to be doing a big trivia event that's all about Beverly Hills 90210. I currently do quarterly teen drama trivia that's on all of the teen dramas I cover, but this one is just for you guys. Yay, and more well, details okay. coming on that soon. We're gonna yeah. finalize everything this weekend and we're gonna get more info out next week on that. With a date? Not, Not yet, but Not April. Yet. April. April. A Friday night in April. Yes. I just got my baseball schedule, so I'm just <laughs> trying to work it all out. Thank you, yeah. Sherry, we will see you again soon. Thank you, good night guys. Did you dream of dating Dylan McKay? Or maybe you were Donna Martin's other BFF. Oh my God. Or did you ever think who you might hang out with at CU? I mean, I know Pete wishes he dated Claire. I really am a Claire. Yeah, we clearly all know that. So what's your story? We want to know. Check it. On April 7th for our one-year anniversary, the Beverly Hills 90210 Show will present Story Slam 90210 in which you pitch your story. Charles Rosen and Larry Mullen then take your fantasy and make it into a reality by developing your idea. So, how do you play? Send us a 30-second or less video via DM to any of our social media platforms pitching your story. Then, some lucky winners will get to be on the show and have their stories developed by the writers. So don't miss Story Slam 90210 on April 7th. Okay, here we have this. Yes. Oh, so that was Jason Priestley's Instagram post this week, St. Patrick's Day, some nice corned beef and cabbage, keeping up his cooking run. He's been posting lots of delicious food pics, and this was one of them. And looks like that's a Fiesta plate. I actually own that same um, plate. So, <laughs> twinsies. <laughs> Where did you get it? Um, you know what? Uh, as a gift, I uh, love the Fiesta Wear collection. I've got it in all different colors, and um, yeah, but is, got this, that is, is, this like a, is this a home goods thing, or where, where they sell it everywhere? Um, you know, you can get it at Macy's, Bed Bath and Beyond, all the major department stores. It's a, a pretty well known collection, um, lead free, made in America. Uh, Fiesta Wear, they're great. I love, love that them. he's got a Guinness there. I also yes. indulged deeply this week in uh, corned beef. I went to two local places around here, and finally are eating out because things are. Starting to open up again, and uh, God, I'm totally Italian, and uh, but when it comes to St. Patrick's Day, I am all in and like doubling down on the corned beef, huh? Yes. Um, okay, and then we have. So this picture was on Tori's Instagram. Uh, she announced that she's going to be a part of BET's show Bigger in season two. Um, it premieres on April 22nd, and she's playing Shoshana, who is a love interest of Tristan Winger. Um, so you can go check her Instagram um, for more pics on that. But exciting that Tori's going to be in another show soon. So something oh, we'll have so, to put on our watch list. So beautiful. I just absolutely love her. I mean, she is. It's a great picture. Great Fantastic. Picture. Even this is great. 
Yes, her son Liam turned 14 this week and she posted a whole carousel of adorable photos of him throughout the years and, you know, talked about being the mom to a 14 year old. And, you know, it's funny when your kids are born, I mean, you don't realize how fast time flies, right? So 14 years later, um, you know, she's got a bunch of kids and her oldest is 14. So what a cute picture. Love that. Yes. So, uh, Tori, prom date. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> you got a prom to go to. Oh, I can't wait to see what dress she wears, Pete. It's gonna. Be oh, good. I can't wait either. Okay, uh, look, you know, this is a tough one to talk about, Melanie, uh, also in the news. This is our friend Lindsay Price's mom. Uh, yeah, she, you know, she talked about how her mom is such a beautiful person and that her and, you know, everybody who is um, Asian has been targeted and how awful that is. And she posted about the Stop Asian Hate campaign. Um, you know, you've probably seen it on social media. And... I just think it's very sad we even have to have such a campaign and talk about this and that people would treat other human beings in such a terrible way. So, um, you know, props to all the celebrities who've shared the Stop Asian Hate. Um, I believe Hillary Swank, Cress Williams, a couple of others have also posted about it. So, um, you know, it's good to get the word out, but it's also awful that we have to put a word out to not, you know, not treat people um, bad. Stop Asian Hate. Yes. It just really upsets me. Um, I, you know, I don't understand. Well, I speculated why I think this is happening. Uh, it's just, you know, it's just an awful situation, awful time that we're living in. I can't even imagine that this is a thing. I can't even imagine <sighs> this is still happening. Um, and it makes me sick. It, it really does make me sick. And please don't DM me with your opi opposite opinion. If you have the opposite opinion, just, just lose my Instagram account. But I'm obviously totally with Lindsay and, you know, feel for her family and feel for so many of my friends and viewers of this show and whoever you are in life. This is not a normal thing. And, you know, it's yeah, just one of my cousins is Korean and um, she lives in Massachusetts and has experienced people calling her, you know, racial slurs when she goes to the convenience store, um, you know, on a, a couple of different occasions. And it's just so sad to think that people have to deal with this. So grow the, yeah. grow the, grow the fuck up. There's the <laughs> oh, there's that voice again. <laughs> All right. Here is uh, here's Shannon's dog. Yes. She posted this cute vid. Um, you know, that's a Kong. He's a Kong killer. She throws the Kong. He chases it. Um, you know, just thought we'd share. We're animal lovers here. We're all dog people. Um, Pete, you've got more dogs than I do. Um, and you have cats too, right? I have a cat. A yeah. cat. Okay. So two dogs, one cat. That's right. That's yeah. Right. Full house. Sweet. Full house. That's yeah. it. Yeah. I love, I love them. And I love Shannon's dog, too. Did you reset your modem before we started? <laughs> I did. And here's this. Okay. 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 Do you know we have even more new shirts and merchandise at Beverly Hills 90210showshop.com? For instance, watch our Planet 90210 show with some sick Planet 90210 merch. Or want to celebrate at the Peach Pit? Check out this new shirt with a photo from Jill Henkel's collection. Or, oh my God, I know Claire Arnold fans are going to love this one. A little sex, rock, and really decent literature. Plus, for all you Larry Mullen fans, that's right, a get out of here shirt. And don't forget about our classic designs. We keep loading it up with more items each week, so head over to Beverly Hills, 90210showshop.com for all your 90210 stuff. Oh, stop <laughs> dancing now. The so music is so catchy. Make sure you DM Melanie. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what was cool this week? Catching up with Brian. Uh, we talked about it at the top of the show and, you know, knowing about this uh, Kid 90 doc. I, I'm yes. just so, so stoked about it. 
I finally had a chance to watch it last weekend, um, ordered Hulu specifically to watch it, and I was not disappointed. Um, I love Soleil. I love Punky Brewster. I love 90 celebrities. I loved seeing them all there. And she dropped some interesting stories, you know, about some of her first sexual experiences, who they were with, um, you know, and uh, it was just, I, I thought it was so cute. She's just such a sweet person, and that really comes across. And um, let's see what Brian had to say about about it since he's in it. Brian, I, I want to let you know everybody saw they saw the kid, the kid 90 film and everybody loves it here. Uh, really good stuff on Hulu. Uh, what could you tell people about Kid 90? It's a it's a documentary that you're in that's uh that's that's going around that's Punky Brewster yeah, and so, that, yeah. Soleil was out of her mind. She uh she and her brother they they carried a camcorder everywhere back when People were like, what do you mean a camcorder? Like it didn't, that just, that technology didn't even exist. And, and she had it and uh, she filmed everything and we just never thought anything of it. You know, it just wasn't, none of us had the foresight to, to think like, Hey, we can film all this stuff, save the tapes. She recorded everything and she saved every diary that she ever had and, and every photograph and everything. And then she um, she made this documentary, you know, 20, 30 years later. It's crazy. 30 years, 35 years later, I'm old. Well, I knew, I knew she was working on it, obviously, because we did the, uh, we did the interview, but uh, we did the interview like three years ago. Um, mm -hmm. So wow. <laughs> It was one of those things where people are like, hey, I want to do a documentary. And you go, ah, that sounds great. And you go, I want to interview you. And it's like, of course, because it'll, you know, nothing will ever come of it. And then all of a sudden she was like, it's done. And I was like, you made it? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. But she's one of those people that she, when she puts her mind to something, she does it completely. She sees it all the way through. Um, and, and she she manifests all these amazing things and she's she's just been an unbelievable person in my life for that reason i mean she she holds her own space um in in time she's she's a complete one of a kind character and to and to know her and be in her presence is really is a really amazing experience and I can't imagine not having her in my life. I had lunch with her mm. yesterday. Um, wow. She's she's really cool. She's a really cool person, and and I think that comes across in the documentary. Great stuff with Brian. Always good seeing him. Todd, I don't know if the bleeping was necessary, but uh, but fine. I kind of enjoyed it. I don't know. Well, it just makes it sound so much worse. Right. This is true. This is true. You just dropped one yes. F word, maybe. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I dug it. I thought it's a great doc, and I think Brian's really good in it. I love what she says about Brian being a friend, and I just really, I just really, I think he's a great person. Yep. Oh, hey, Pete. Speaking of documentaries, you've got one coming out pretty soon, too, I huh? Do. I do have one. Mm. For that. Yeah. Uh, it's called Her Name is Chef. Uh, it's on six different female chefs, and uh, I will definitely play. Uh, you know, some trailer stuff. Is this Chef Fatima? And I'm like, yes. And she was like, hi, I was actually doing some research and your name popped up and we're actually casting for the next season. Oh my God. And I was just like, what? What is unique about Justin? Everything. 
And the recipient of $10,000 is Fatima Ali. You know, being 28 and like not knowing like what was gonna happen in my life. You have to find your own distraction to kind of get through it. And for me, that's food. Over the years, the media keeps asking me like, well, where are all the female chefs? I'm like, why are you so blind? There are so many female chefs, I, I don't know why people even ask the question. As a woman, you have maybe a few extra layers to push through to get to where you're going, but there's a will, there's a way. It's just the culture that a kitchen brings that it's just like very macho and everyone's like always whistling. But it's also like for me, I was always just like, well, you need to be able to handle that. There's no reason to have so much screaming going on in a kitchen, aggressively throwing plates because I'm such a bad chef. My whole identity is wrapped up in food. I'm crap at this. That sucks. There's a couple guys that it took me a really, really long time to get them to accept the fact that I was a woman. You'd want to walk out of there and cry and be like, I can't believe these guys just tortured me all day. I was like, no way, no way are these guys going to break me. The culture of, of restaurants has been very broified. Sexist, racist jokes, it's okay. To make the whole team stop because they, you know, said the wrong thing to the server. Like, I just want to punch those people. It's like, come on. I was still so conscious about maybe not having the same qualifications as my as my male counterparts, but the truth is that, if anything, I probably was even more qualified than them. I need to prove myself. I need to make sure that everyone respects me. Then you have to work that much harder to, to prove yourself. It made me earn my respect. But don't yeah. you think that that's such a female perspective, to earn the title? This is the story of a woman, and her name is Chef. People are always like, you know, asking, about what it's like to be a female chef, I'm like, well, let's go talk to a bunch of female chefs and find out. But it's going to be be out pretty pretty soon, actually. And can't and wait to watch it. Thank you for that. Thank you for acknowledging that too. And if you want more details, her name is chef.com. You can find out all the details about that documentary. Thank you. Yay. Um, okay. Which is just so much to cover this week. It's it's yes. It's kind of overwhelming. I mean, like, I'm, I'm literally like, Jesus, what do I do? Babyface? Is that what I do now? Babyface? Babyface, yes. So Babyface was honored with a trustee award at the Grammys this week. It was nice to see him on there. Um, you know, of course, uh, he was in season four of Beverly Hills 90210. So, um, you know, it made the news. And thanks to Sherry, who texted me during the Grammys to let me know he was on. Um, so, yeah, got a picture of his Grammy. Our girl T Swift looking good. Oh my God, she's always looking good. Oh boy, always. Wow. Always. you know I just wish I knew if she was a Dylan or a Brandon or if she was a fan of the show. I mean, so many questions to ask. You know. T um, well, you know what though, I would just you know I just have to say how great that record is. It should she should she should have totally won every category. <laughs> right, and, and her performance was great. I love the medley. I love the songs that she chose. Um, and it's it's good she won. Um, but yeah, she could have won more, Definitely. but that's okay. This happened. Yes. Oh, this was really cute. Ian posted this on his Instagram this week, and I will read the caption. Hey, Bran, what do you call a teacher who won't fart in public? I don't know, Steve. What? A private tutor. <laughs> I love these two. <laughs> it's good, always good to see the guys sharing yes. in their in their their bro 
Bromance? Yes. Br- brand man? Something think of what know. I was trying to say. Uh, okay. Jenny's shooting a show. Jenny, yes. Uh, show, movie, not sure. We don't know exactly what it is. Although you can go to her Instagram and check out some of her co-stars who are tagged in the post. Um, she had a couple of different posts working this week. So I know I'm excited to find out what she's filming because obviously that will go right on the watch list. Yeah, I can't wait. I love seeing the stuff that she's in. Yes. Um, and speaking of our friends in TV shows, I'm so glad you pulled that picture up because that was where I was going. Um, Tiffany uh, actually starred in Alexa and Katie, um, which was on Netflix. And she won, or actually I should say the show won a Kids' Choice Award from Nickelodeon. Um, I believe the show is now off the air. Um, it's not airing anymore, but the show did win Best Show um, I oh, favorite kids TV show. Favorite kids TV show is the award they won. And Tiffany's character name was Lori Mendoza. So um, if you've got kids, it's a good teen show. Check it out on Netflix, Alexa and Katie. No more new episodes, but the um, seasons that are existing are there. Very and cool. oh, speaking of Tiffany, uh, another picture that you probably have. Um, season two of Deliciousness uh, is going to be airing on... Um, looking at my notes, why can't I find it? Oh, March 22nd on MTV, Deliciousness Season 2. Um, of course, you know, we've got one of our favorite office people uh, on the panel for her show as well, Angela Kinsey. That's her name, right? Angela yeah, Kinsey. Yeah, that's right. Yes, mm-hmm. yep. Um, yeah, I and you know. That. Like, I didn't even see her in the picture, and then when you said that, I was like, oh my god, yeah, that's cool. Yep, yeah, she's in it. And I, I love Tiffany's wardrobe on Deliciousness. They really go with some kind of out there wardrobe choices, but she pulls them all off, and it's a really cute show. Actually, my kids love that show, so we'll be definitely tuning in for season two, which starts again March 22nd on MTV. Exciting. Love seeing Tiffany doing all the things that she's doing. Okay, uh, Melanie, I feel like we've gotten through everything. Yes, we sure have. Um, You know, thanks to Charles, Larry, and Sherry for joining us today. And uh, we hope everyone has a great weekend. Don't forget to get your Story Slam videos in. DM them to any of the Beverly Hills 90210 show social channels. Um, Pete and I will be reviewing them. And again, we'll pick our favorites to come on the one-year anniversary show on April 7th. And we cannot wait for that. And here's that clip again of what you need to do. Did you dream of dating Dylan McKay? Or maybe you were Donna Martin's other BFF. Oh, my God. Or did you ever think who you might hang out with at CU? I mean, I know Pete wishes he dated Claire. I really am a Claire. Yeah, we clearly all know that. So, what's your story? We want to know. Check it. On April 7th for our one-year anniversary, the Beverly Hills 90210 show will present Story Slam 90210, in which you pitch your story. Charles Rosen and Larry Mullen then take your fantasy and make it into a reality by developing your idea. So, how do you play? Send us a 30-second or less video via DM to any of our social media platforms pitching your story. Then, some lucky winners will get to be on the show and have their stories developed by the writers. So don't miss Story Slam 90210 on April 7th. All right, yeah. Melanie, this is this has been really fun. Good seeing you this week. Uh, hey, I just want to tell everybody, I have not, for some unknown reason, um, the 90 News has not been, audio has not been posted for whatever reason to everybody who listens to the podcast for the last few weeks, they were there and then they aren't there. So I'm just making sure that they all get posted today. So the last few weeks of nano news, obviously if you watch on YouTube, this is not an issue for you, but if you listen to it and you drive, 
it is an issue for you. Uh, so I'll make sure that the, the three get posted, including this one. All right. Well, um, with that, thank you, everybody, for tuning in again. And we are 9021 out.